How do you know that it's time for a new garden update in the Backyard Gardens podcast? Because Batavia's on the other end, dancing away. Spirits are high, things are growing, and we're here to tell you all about it. Right here on the Backyard Gardens podcast, our May garden update. To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds. And must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm. How good they will taste. Welcome to the Backyard Gardens Podcast, where we talk about all things gardening and give the information out for you to be successful in your garden, whether it's your first or your last. We are your hosts, Ben, the Backyard Gardener, and Batavia, the Front Yard Gardener. One in the country. One in the city. Now get ready as we dig deep into this wonderful world of gardening, as we learn to grow and grow for change. You got some stuff going on in your garden now? The stuff is going on in my garden. Yeah, I know it is, but I just had to ask. All of the stuff. <laughs> All of it. Yeah. Can I tell you, um, it's a flower explosion going on over here. Is it now? It is. I demand more pictures. You're going to get them today, actually. Yeah. Today is the day. So, what is going on in our gardens in May of 2021? There it is. So first of all, if you enter their giveaway, the winner has been notified, and we thank you very much. You oh, have man. a. I should have wait. You get a second one. Yeah, you got to get a second one. <laughs> so the, yes, the winner has been contacted for the uh, so direct so seed giveaway. So thank you. Congratulations. And yes, congratulations to winning something that I'm not able to do. I don't win anything. Never have. Never have one. Nobody in my family wins a thing. I'm a winner, baby. Are you really? Mm-hmm. Are you one of those? No, I'm just, you know, that's my mantra. But do, do you win stuff? I've won stuff before. <laughs> like I've won, like, you know, remember squares you used to buy like for the uh, Super Bowl and stuff like at your work. Yeah. I've won that once. I won an Instagram giveaway from another gardener over really? the last couple of years. Uh-huh. Um, Not me. I think that's all that I've won in my history of, of, you know, game shows and prizes. Well, you're better than me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Literally never won anything. <clears throat> and also, we have uh, listener questions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm going to, we have two today. Okay. Okay. Which one should I do first? The, the easy one, one or the hard one? Well, the second one. The hard one? Okay. Sure. so this yeah sure whatever so this one we got on uh, backyard gardens tv and it comes to say um it had a picture with it Mm -hmm. and on the picture it had a garden bed that had been built but had not been filled yet and it had rained Mm -hmm. and the rain had it was wet there's about two inches of water sitting into where the garden was built and so it says, any experience with beds that stay wet? I have a lot of ideas on how to deal with it, but I'd love to hear from someone that's had to work with it. So <clears throat> what do you do if you have a wet bed? You know, something that just is going to hold water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What um, would you do? I don't necessarily have this experience. I do have a couple of beds that the soil is less draining than others. Um, very kind of chunky and always moist, almost muddy. 
Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, just from a planting perspective, I am careful to plant things that, you know, aren't necessarily sensitive to being really wet. Um, You can mix in things like sand. You can mix in things like um, peat moss. You know, there's some some things you can mix in to amend your soil. Um, I don't know. What did you suggest to the person? I suggested sand um, in the bottom of it to Mm kind of help with drainage. And also for the first year, you know, <clears throat> if you do like lasagna gardening, you know, putting sticks and stuff in the bottom because that will create gaps. So nothing will sit in the soil. So that's also um, something to do. I, you know, the real important takeaway for it is before you set your beds up, though, yep. you should really, you know, have an idea. But also remember this, if you're building a raised bed, you're, you know, you're adding soil on top of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there is more for to catch and hold. So it may not be as much of an issue as you think. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's um, there's a part of me that just didn't want to be the one that says, well, it's not filled. So move it, you know, because that's, it's just always in, isn't that easy. But there could be muddiness kind of in the walking area around it is, is what the right. person may begin to experience. And you can manage that through putting different mulch on around the bed right to absorb yes. some of that you know yeah my dream I mean, would be um rocks as we've talked like the pebbles um but that's not a dream that's going to come true so well and you know that anymore. is an option too is you can get those um you know you can go to lowe's and get a bag of rocks mm-hmm. cheap you know what i mean and pour like the little pebbles in yeah. and stuff you know but when it comes down to it, like, I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference. And I think really the, the important part is to dig down once you get that bed built, add that sand and add that drainage into mm-hmm. it and then fill it as you need and just was, keep an eye on it. It was a wood bed, right? Yeah. Yeah. They had made a wood frame because yeah. this is a continuation from the question about using pressure treated cedar oh, okay, or regular okay. pine boards. Yeah. And I think that's, you know... I, they may, again, I haven't seen the picture, so I don't know. Um, and even the picture may not show like how wet it really is. You there was ex- like a couple um, little pillow, uh, pillows, little puddles in it. Let me see. Well, the, I just bring up like you may experience. Uh, okay. Is that is the puddles are inside? Yeah, in the middle. Okay. I mean, are we just looking at something that's just, you know, there's dirt and there's been a bunch of rain? Or is that like a really soft, like is the grass around it wet would be my question. The it only didn't point look like- I wanted to bring up was if it really <laughs> is a soaking, like an area that's soaked, you could experience rot earlier in that wood, you know, yeah. as it's sitting in it. But I don't know if that's what yeah, we're looking at there. No, I think you're looking at a combination of things. But in general, if you have a bed that's too wet, you add drainage. Mm-hmm. You can move the bed if needed, if mm-hmm. that's a possibility. It might not even be a possibility, but... Can I see that and picture like- again? You all yeah. can't see it, but that's okay. I'm your eyes and ears. Um, that's sexy. What is that like? Two feet wide? Yeah. Six, eight feet long? Yeah. I mean, mm. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't have my micrometer eyes on, so okay. it's kind of hard to tell. I love a good raised bed. All right, go on. <clears throat> so, yeah. Add drainage. Yeah. You know, or move it if you have to. Um, the second... Thank you for your question. The well, great second- job on being conscious of that, right? Yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. catching it right then Mm -hmm. and there, that's Mm -hmm. important, too, because um, it shows that, you know, 
in a perfect world, you would build something like that, and then you would let it rain, you would watch it, mm-hmm. and then you could tell each step, like, okay, this needs to change that. So, yeah, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. But um, the next question, and this is an easy one, was um, a suggestion that we should have um, a show based on listener questions mm-hmm. to be more interactive. And this is basically what we do. So if you have a question, you can leave it on Backyard Gardens TV, Instagram. Um, you can leave it on our YouTube channel, Backyard Gardens. And you can you leave it on the Backyard Gardener if you'd like. Mm-hmm. And are you cool with them leaving it on yours? Yeah, come on over, over to Be Better Garden. Make sure that you take um, a strained picture and, and send it off. <laughs> something that's you know kind of foggy like make us work for the answer <laughs> yeah yeah make us work so yeah if you want you can leave those and if we did get a super heavy influx we could do a listener show but mm-hmm. i think this is more useful um, i hope so in yeah. my mind mm-hmm. so i mean we're and, at what eight minutes in and we've already answered well i don't know if we really answered that question but we've answered the no. world's problems in two questions yeah we're good <laughs> is the show doesn't even need to go on i mean really <laughs> Come on, I'm excited. May Garden Update. You know how often I have actually garden things planted in May? Yeah, and that's something that we're going to get into because I'm super proud of you. So you definitely get an A today. Thank you. Today, Batavia gets her A in her report card. Spoiler alert. Well, we'll see if it's an A. (laughs) The build up here, yeah. As long as we don't relive the... uh, the zone debacle we're good so yeah someone was um just a real quick note someone commented recently and heard one of the earlier uh on instagram one of the earlier episodes and if you're listening you're going to know who you are in just a second and this is going to be a spoiler but it's in you know good interest commented around being like in zone 6a and like having someone that it's nice to have someone that's like in a similar zone as this person and um I pause because at some point she's going to come across the Garden Zone episode and I wanted to forewarn her like I was an asshole in that episode. I got my zone wrong, right? (laughs) 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 Listen to me in any way. Um, So there, if you're listening to this episode and you haven't gotten to that one yet or the apology episode, the world world tour that I went on in in apology. Um, That was a quick world tour, but we'll take it. Yeah, yeah, it was in and out, man. (laughs) Yeah, as a listener, I'll take it. So look, let's do this. Let's go to our break. And then when we come back, we're going to give our brand new May garden update. A lot of y'all asked, how can you help support the Backyard Gardens podcast? Well, we have been busy and we have created a t-shirt line just for the gardener. To visit our shop, go to the link in the show notes and check out the t-shirts and other goodies we have. Now, these are super special t-shirts designed just for the gardener. So enjoy. Thank you for supporting the Backyard Gardens podcast. And we'll see you guys after the harvest. So did April showers bring you Mayflowers? Not exactly. I still am struggling on getting the timing right for my flowers uh, when it comes to starting the flowers indoors. And um, I was very tempted this morning before we recorded to actually make a run at some of the stores. But I said, you know, I could be there a day. So I'll just I'll put this off and do it later in the week. Right. Um, so I'm, al- I'm already committing to buying flowers because they make me happy. And um, yeah, so I mean, n- some, maybe a couple of Mayflowers, but. Not many. Yeah, but that's not really a thing in Chicago, right? Uh, well, uh, no, it's not a, really a thing. 
Yeah. I mean, your perennials are coming back. Things like tulips would have have come and gone by now, but some of your perennials are coming back. But it looks like, you know, without the color, you think it just, it, there were weeds. So right. things will pick up like in June. Interesting. Yeah. I did, uh, so I am having some April flower or May flowers, mm-hmm. but I am having issues. Um, some of my bulbs have not come up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not sure what happened there. So got to, got to inspect yeah. if you know what I'm saying. See if they're still there. <laughs> Yeah, nothing dug them up. Okay, okay. So they're still there, but you know, well, I don't know. That's the, the, I'm new to the bulb game. Mm-hmm. I'm fairly new to the varieties of bulbs. Sure. But I know that they come up at different times, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm being patient. And I imagine that they're four years on because, you know, some bulbs, they really need that chilling period. And I mean, I, I still challenge whether it really gets cold there. It gets cold. Okay. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna hop skip over what could be an argument there. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 save that for about ten minutes into the show, <laughs> into this segment. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I I want to know what are you doing in your garden right now because you typically plant your garden June first, right? Um, the earliest I've planted is like Memorial Day weekend, so like the very last week of May. I did snow peas last year, but you know, that didn't really turn out that well. So I've planted as early as the end of May, as late as July 4th weekend. So planting in March and then following up with a series of plants in like the beginning of April and throughout April is huge for me. Um, So I just wrapped up a bunch of things this um, kind of coming into May, including potatoes, planting them in both a raised bed this year and some containers. I did. um, I tried my hand at some early uh, beans, you know, because it's just the seed. Right. You know, it's just a bean. Um, It's still a little bit. There's still a scare of chill. Right. We're past our first our last frost date, average last frost date. Yeah. so, you know, we'll see if they come up or not. Yeah. What is, uh? I mean, what are your average low temperatures right now? Uh, average lows are still in the 40s at night. Yeah. Um, and we've had well, some warm days. That's dynamite sleeping weather. Hmm? That's sleeping weather yeah. right there. Yeah. We've had some warm days this past weekend, because you guys will hear this this week, this past weekend. I mean, we got up to 80 a couple of days in a row. Yeah. So... That's yeah, it's stressful so, and, on the plants too that I do have that came back that overwintered. It is. <clears throat> so, and I mean, I had a lot of things bolt and I decided this year to embrace it. Mm-hmm. So I had, um, like I have a collard that bolted. I had, um, a couple mustards that bolted. Mm-hmm. I've already collected some seeds from the mustards. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So I've got, I, I took the pods cause you know, last week I was backpacking mm-hmm. So I took the whole week off from the garden and let me tell you what that bitch was fire when I came back. <laughs> like I was like, damn. I mean, I came back and I I left. And I was like, okay, it looks good. I came back and one of the beds just like exploded in growth. Yeah. So, but I mean, it was, you know, when I left, it was like 39. Mm-hmm. And when I got back, it was 86. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, guess what? I didn't get any broccoli this year. Oh no! It all bolted. So um, before it even you know, started to form, it started to form, and then it just Florence, went up. Is that so 
Florets? Yeah, florets. Okay. Yeah. Or no, it's a head of broccoli. Oh, yeah. That too. So, um, yeah, it just, they didn't really. And, you know, every spring I do this. Mm-hmm. And I always have the hope, like, this is going to be the new year. This is the year. This <laughs> is my year for broccoli. Yeah. And it just didn't happen. So, um, you know, but I have a plan for fall. Okay. So, I have a plan of attack for fall. Yeah, I was, um, so I have, remember the brassicas that I bought? Um, I think I, I think we talked about this in the April update and I was just putting them out then. And so I ended up buying, you know, cauliflower, broccoli, uh, collards, um, what else is, cabbage. So I basically bought a six pack of all of those. And um, I've been doing like succession planting, basically a couple of like, so the collards all went out at once, right? You know, that's just the way I roll. But things like the cabbage, like I'm not going to need six heads of cabbage around the same time. So I tried to space them out a couple of weeks at a time. Um, And I am proud to say, and please track along with me, I have a brassica surprise. There is one brassica that I started indoors that made it and it's i can't exactly tell what it is i think it's i think it's a collard plant so i planted Uh it in the bed with the rest of the collards but i'm tracking it to see what it's going to be like it'd be cool if it was something like kohlrabi which you know did make it out of the grow room um so so yeah but everything else is doing really well it's starting to get some some height and some you know getting a little bit wider um doing a couple of experiments the um the decoy is, I couldn't think of the name of the decoy, um, white cabbage moth doesn't look like it works. Like I've seen them come in pairs. Like I've literally seen them around some of my plants that are, uh, the gone to flower, you know, like the, uh, vivid pak choy. I've seen them two at a time come in and fly around. So I'm like, well, there's that, but yeah. there is hope for the nasturtiums. Yeah. You know what? I have never had good luck growing nasturtiums. Mm. Everybody says they're so easy. I've never had good luck. Um, never. Starting them indoors has been more successful than at this point in my, with my temperatures, starting direct sowing them. So I've had yeah. more come up. They've come up in like five days or something um, indoors, but it's been a couple of weeks for some of the ones outside. So yeah. it's definitely a temperature thing. That's interesting. I'm going to have to, uh, I'm, maybe I'll try that because I just want to grow them, just to grow them, you know. Yeah. What they're the- really pr- pretty when they get in and they you know they do their thing naturally so yeah they could get really big one note on the package is that you should file the seed down a bit to help with Mm -hmm. uh, germination but i um i watched from my kitchen one of the uh, white cabbage moths come through the cage baby because i have some of my brassicas in containers sitting in the cage baby and i'm like oh shit so i go outside because that's what i do chase things in my garden and i was watching to see what it was going to do and the decoy again it just rolled past that but it didn't touch in that moment the i don't know it's cabbage or something broccoli it went and started like you know dancing around and and smelling up on the nasturtiums and they're just leaves at this point which i think is the thing they're drawn to they've not flowered yet so that's exciting and now i'm like start all of the nasturtiums stat you know (laughs) yeah well you know that's what they say i mean nasturtiums are basically sacrificial plants Mm -hmm. 
you know how so, cool it would be for me to be able to plant the because this is the whole experiment right i planted these kind of out in the open in these containers and we'll see how well they do with nasturtiums and not cover it at all right you know how cool it would be for me not to have to cover the beds i grow brassicas in and just planted like a shit ton of nasturtiums that'd be so yeah. cool Oh, I guess you do, because that's what you do. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever thought about... (laughs) Doing exactly what you already do? Yeah. yeah, Yes, I have. And most people do, yeah. (laughs) So I have have breaking news. Mm -hmm. This is my first piece of breaking news. Okay. Hit it. Oh. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, this is big. You you have breaking news, I take a drink of coffee. I need to work here? I finally have gotten my first set of my first harvest of shell peas regular uh, peas to mm-hmm, shell I've been mm-hmm. trying for three years three years mm-hmm. I got them what kind got did you em. plant uh, I, I forgot uh, okay. I got so excited I forgot <laughs> what they were but they're right next to my snow peas uh, and I was like shit so like I planted them and I was like okay I'm gonna put my snow peas here mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna put these peas here and I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Are they going to look any different? And, <laughs> you know, because I didn't really know much about regular shell and peas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I'll look it up in a second what I grew. And sure enough, they look totally different, you know, once they start forming peas. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I got my first harvest of them. So I'm pretty happy. And I'm starting to get snow peas now and stuff, too. So, okay. Yeah, I am. Um, my green peas, which was planted maybe like three um, three weeks, maybe a month are starting to catch up with my snow peas, which still haven't got to the point where they're um, climbing the the trellis. So jury's still out. This is the second year for those. And I feel like I planted them a little bit earlier, but I think it's that whole balance of when, what conditions do they really take off in, right? We know they're not going to grow all through the summer, but, you know, we'll see. I'm only doing it for you, but. They, you know, they grow. <clears throat> this so I'm growing Wando peas. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never heard of those. New, yeah, they're they're by Fairy Morse. Um, you know, again, I'm a seed whore. I don't care. I just grow whatever comes my way. Mm-hmm. I'm not loyal to any company. Is that okay to say? I yeah, that's okay. Oh, they're like green peas. I thought you were talking about like a bean. No, I said peas. Oh well, I wanted you to say beans. I I don't know if that's breaking, man. It is for me. Okay. Three years. Right. Look, don't don't downplay yeah, my yeah, trials that's rude and tribulations. I, apo- I apologize. I apologize. But I'm not. I'm sure I'm not the only. I may be the only person that heard beans. Heard peas. I hope thought to God beans. you're the only person that heard beans. Because if not, I'm the one that's wrong. All right. Definitely. Um, were what, they what, sweet? What, have you have you eaten them yet? I ate them raw mm-hmm. out there. They are sweet peas. Yeah, okay. they are definitely sweet. So, Very and good. I don't know why. This is a third year I've tried to grow the exact same kind of pea. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I've honed in on this pea. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I believe I had looked it up at some point. And they said they were the easiest to grow mm-hmm. and they were the most willing to produce. So that's what I picked. Um, but either way. So uh, I'm pretty excited about that. And I got my sweet potatoes in the ground. Oh, did you so, now? You've been yeah. low key, man. Well, no, I haven't been low key. I've been in the mountains okay, and then I okay. came back and then it was my son's birthday and we had a big party. Happy birthday, David. Then, happy birthday. <laughs> and then my mom was in town and we did Mother's Day early. Mm-hmm. So, no, I haven't been low key, but I just, you know, I got the slips in the mail. Yeah. And it was the last thing I wanted to do, man. 
it was the last thing I wanted to do. And I was like, you know what? And I, I didn't put them in the wild garden this year. Okay. Because remember, I told you the first year I grew them, I had in a, in a raised bed and I put six plants and I got 40, 50 pounds of potatoes yeah. out of it. So I got the exact same kind. I got the exact same, put them in the exact same bed. The only thing different this time is I use slips instead of established plants. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the only difference this time. And it's going to be a huge pain in the ass this year. Okay. Why so? Because there's... Sweet potato vines are going to grow oh. all over the yard, and I'm going to have to stay on top of them. So, mm. but I've done everything the same to try and match to kind of see like, is this really like, am I, is it just the variety? Is it the spot? Like, mm-hmm. what is the trick here? So, yeah. So, I, um, I, uh, we maybe need to start doing garden updates earlier in the year, like the actual calendar year, because I'm looking back now to keep me honest. And I think I started my sweet potato slips too late. Um, and I think I started my peppers too late. Um, the sweet potato slips, I compared them to last year and they were much further off or along last year. We'll see. Like uh, what I'm, what I am uh, prepared to do based on the amount of food that I'm growing, I'm prepared to say, like I may not have eggplants in my garden this year, right? I had to start them over inside, and they're just so tiny. We know they they need some time indoors to grow. Sure, I could go out and buy another transplant, but I'm really gonna balance. Like, what do I have that's healthy that can go into the the garden? Then what do I feel like I'm missing? And some of these things right. that are struggling. When I really wanted a big pepper year this year, but they have been the most challenge for the with the aphids. And I don't, you know, don't even give me shit about it. Right. Like it's still enough in problem. Um, and, and I'm going back to the moment. Um, in next week's episode, we talk about remedies for, you know, common pests. And there's advice in that episode that I should have taken that I didn't. And that's why I'm Who still gave you that advice. It. I'm sure I gave the advice to the audience. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah um, yeah um, but a lot of them are so, i mean i feel like they've they they're stunted like i started them about two weeks earlier than i did last year the growth is really not there now i started probably more peppers than i did um tomatoes both years combined so you know i had a lot of peppers to start with but it, it's a pain because now i'm trying to treat a lot of peppers i'm potting up a lot of peppers with the question yeah. mark on whether or not they're even going to make it into the garden so i'm preparing myself for i'm just going to toss it like you know there's there are a lot of things i want to do with peppers but i'm going to accept there's a lot of other food i can grow if i don't get what i want from these plants meaning if i don't I think get that's them a into respectable the way to look at it hmm I think it's a respectable way to look mm-hmm. at it, you know, and I, you know, I did, I had a really hard time germinating peppers this year, mm. really hard time. Um, I struggled, but one thing that I learned, uh, and it's funny, like every year I'm like, I learned something new this year, <laughs> starting seeds. Mm-hmm. Like, could I just not learn something new? <laughs> yeah. I'm, oh, but, um, I like to say I'm tired of learning that lesson. I've learned yeah, it already. We had talked on the phone at some point about like using seed starting mix mm-hmm. versus potting soil to start seeds. Yeah. And um, I figured it out this year. What I'm going to do from now on is I'm going to start everything in a seed starting mix. And when I pot up, I'm going to pot up into a potting soil mix. 
um, that already has the fertilizer and stuff built into it so it can start to feed immediately. Um, I think that's the best way for me to go about it. And I ended up, once I did that, I had a lot of um, <clears throat> my all my plants kind of, they took off the, the exact way I wanted to once I put them into that. So, you know, because my whole thing is I have to manage at some point how big they get in the house mm-hmm. before I put them out. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's probably people right now that are kind of dealing with this for like, shit, my plant's too big. Yeah. You know, what do I do? So when I did that, it, what it does is it's it keeps it at a slower growth. I can control more so how fast it grows by how much fertilizer I give it because mm-hmm. I use a liquid fish fertilizer. And then once I repot it, then it's off to the races. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then once I get it into the ground... It's already, since it's repotted in that, it already has something to feed on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. Because I had a really hard time with peppers this year. But once I repot them, everything was good. So get ready for asshole moment in three, two, one. I've always done that, what you've described. Like, you know, really? start with C starting mix and then pot up and use potting soil. And the asshole moment is that comment. But also, by always, I mean last year and this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well you know i've gone back and forth mm-hmm. i've done i've started in potting soil ended all the way through didn't i have okay luck with that but it's kind of a pain in the ass mm-hmm. and then i've done the other way around well no i've never done started in potting soil and went to seed starting mix but this year i really focused on it and mm-hmm. watched and really was like you know what's the difference here and you know, so well, my my hope is to transition fully on to, to potting soil from the very beginning. But what I have for sure done is, you know, because I've been starting seeds every month, different you know plants. If the seed is sizable, right? So I started with I started um, uh, sunflowers this past week, and I put those in like potting soil, just plain old potting soil. I also made the mistake of using smaller seed sales. I had intended on using a larger seed sale, you know, because some people say you should direct sow sunflowers, you know, like many other um, flowers and veggies. Some of them just do better. Um, but I've bought transplants before. I've started transplants or started seeds indoors and transplanted them out. Yada, yada, yada. But they're supposedly one of those that don't like to have a whole lot of roots disturbed. Um, but something that's as big as a sunflower is my point is that it'll do fine getting itself through the soil yes, versus yes. something that is a, a bit more fine like thyme or most herb seeds right you know so most of those are so tiny it could have trouble germinating through something that's a little bit thicker we've talked about this like your potting soil may have wood chips in it and other things other fillers and stuff um, well, so it's anyway. fine if you screen it out but yeah. i just i don't want to do that yeah, I you know you. I, I don't mind doing it in the summer mm-hmm. but i do not want to do that in the winter time mm-hmm. and i'm not gonna do, you know i do as little as possible i know i screened my potting soil mix or my seed starting mix at one point but um, you know, my phone will not stop going off. Same thing here. I had to pick it up. Is that you? Yeah, Are you a- calling me or am I calling you? No, <laughs> I don't think I'm calling. You. I hope I'm not. I'm looking at you. <laughs> but you know, it's it's interesting when you when, you know. Well, first of all, it's interesting that it's May and I'm still talking about starting seeds. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually just looking at some packages because what I don't want to miss is the window when I really should be starting seeds for the fall. We're I'm still a little ways off, but I think I was talking about it with the Purple Thumb Gardener. Like, 
I was at one moment super early feeling great about it. And then it felt like I blinked. And it's like, well, shit, I'm only a couple of weeks ahead now. You know what I'm saying? You know? Um, So it is what it is. It's all good. It's tough. It's tough. So I've transitioned one, two, three of my beds over to summer Mm -hmm. vegetables at this point. Uh, Well, four. But see, everything's interplanted. So I, I sent Batavia this picture and... When I'm ready to share it on my Instagram, I will. <laughs> but um, it's the one bed that exploded while I was gone. And it's got, in the bed, I've got three um, tomato plants that are regular-sized tomato plants. Um, I have three husk tomato plants. Mm-hmm. I have one, two, three, four, five peppers. And then I have 20 turnips, eight kohlrabis, and about 40 radishes all in a four by eight bed. Mm-hmm. And when I sent Batavia the picture, she was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> but that Whatever is, it is my it's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but that's my inner planning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as I came back, I was like, shit, the turnips are overtaking but they're so close to being done that I can, as I pull them out, then we're going to be left with an empty garden bed that will need to be mulched. You know, not empty, but it'll have all the spacing for everything else that's gone in. So mission accomplished basically is how I'm looking at it. So a couple of things. Uh, and mm-hmm. Congratulations on that bed. It really does. I mean, we we're still in April when you shared that. It's towards the end of April. So that's really great production at that time of year. Um, two... I have not remulched any of my bits. Um, and is there a reason why? Well, <laughs> if there is a trap to be set, I just set it and you walked right into it. <laughs> so that's my job. Uh-huh. So you guys are going to have to check out on Instagram um, this picture that will put the great roly poly debate to bed, no pun intended. So I was doing a garden walk and I noticed something like a tattered cabbage leaf. And as I looked, guess what? This was uh, the picture is taken at 745 in the morning. It was the weekend. So I, was, I slept in a little bit and you probably won't be able to see this. But when. Oh, yeah, you are. Uh huh. You see what that is? Roly poly attack. Mm-hmm. They are going to town, eating, eating, eating. So last year, and for those that have followed along and kept track of our fights and mm-hmm. or debates, this is one. Remember you said, I'm not so sure the roly polies are eating away at insert whatever vegetable I said they were eating at. And you continue to test me on this. And now I have proof that they are eaters. So there you have it. So wait, so I'm not going to argue with you at all. You're not going to argue with the picture that shows the roly polies eating the leaf. Well, there is, there's an argument there is, was the leaf attached to the plant? It was. Okay. Then there you go. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, a lot of, I've, and this has been a big thing too, where it's like, keep your garden tidy, keep your garden tidy. And if you cut, you know, because I'm famous, like, oh, I'll just cut leaf and drop it because, you know, it'll decompose mm-hmm. and it'll be part mm-hmm. of it. But that gives your roly polies and your things like that to eat something to eat and latch on to. So um, that is an extreme situation, um, but that's good. We should, Can we put that on the stories for Ab- Backyard Garden absolutely. TV? Absolutely. And, you know, 
if you know me, you know I have a video of it as well. So these I'm aren't sure like do. it's not some photoshopped. I've not plucked in roly polies yeah. like there. It's action. Um, and then also, um, I am so. A big, go ahead. Are you anti wood chip mulch with me now? Are you with no. me? No. Um, Damn. So I also am very keen on keeping the garden tidy and I keep an eye out. So here's a tip for you. I keep an eye out for plants that have those lower leaves that are kind of drooping on the soil. So this bed is not covered, but there are wood chips from last year. Yeah. If, if I had put soil in there fresh, there probably would be wood chips in that soil. So all of that said, there is definitely some ground to cover in that bed where the roly polies are living. Right. And so you have this drooping leaves, these bottom two leaves that are drooping and sitting on the soil. And guess what? They're attacking. It's not yes. going to damage for me that plant. I cut that leaf off and they scatter, boy, but I cut that leaf off, threw it away. And then the rest of the plant, it's, way above the ground the stem is tall enough um, but when you're planting smaller bat- brassicas or when you're direct sowing things that are leafy uh, this happened last year with my cucumbers as well you just have to keep an eye out for that kind of thing like how much is coming in contact with the soil or in the case of you using wood chip mulch everybody didn't have roly-poly problems like me um, but uh, you know do. what man I had roly-polies all last year too I just mm-hmm. wasn't convinced they were causing me any issues mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah if you do have a leaf that's touching the ground mm-hmm. you need to get rid of it because mm-hmm. um, it's just it invites disease yeah. and cuts down airflow and I mean it's basically like if I was a little itty bitty bug and there was this giant green leaf mm-hmm. touching I'd be like yeah mm-hmm. boy yeah, yeah. right up you know that's a highway going up to the plant yeah so. man yeah um, so second thing or third thing um, yeah I remember I still want to use um, leaf leaves as mulch as well so um Leaves, leaves, leaves. Yeah, I did. Not leaves. I did speak that as L E A F S, and it's not that. Yeah, I said it twice too, trying to correct myself. Um, And I was hoping that you were going to be the ass that said, "Well, no." Well, all the leaves in my tree—they're all greens right now. (laughs) (laughs) Moving along, um, leaves. I finally got a. (laughs) I wanted to. I wanted to figure out if I was going to settle in a little bit more there and try to, like, try to be an asshole to your asshole to my incorrect. You know. Anyway, uh, and I'm going to move on. So, my uncle on um, in March, I said, "Hey, can you come by and take a look at my lawnmower?" So the last couple of years, like, what ends up happening? I don't burn all of the uh, the gas out of it. And something happens with the carburetor or some part or something. And he makes some adjustment, does something, and then the lawnmower works. Because I want to use the lawnmower, not for grass, which I don't have, but to shred the leaves, right? And he said, all right, yeah, sure, I'll come by. So I said, anytime in April is fine. And so April 1st, he calls and says, I'll be there tomorrow. Fast forward to April 29th, and I say, you still have one day left in April if you want to meet this commitment. (laughs) So he comes by on April 30th and he calls on his way and says, I have to take the lawnmower with me. I'm running behind schedule. I'm like, well, shit, I'm not going to get this back for the rest of the summer. Then. Yeah, you're so done. Luckily, though, he says, you know what? You can take mine. I'll take yours. Right. He knows what to do to fix it, whatever. And so he pulls it out and he's showing me how to start the lawnmower. I'm like, who in the hell do you think I am? I'm like, <laughs> it's the same lawnmower. Like, I know how I, I know 
push the clamp, pull the. Sh- I, I got this. You're right. But um, he gave me a lawnmower without gas. So when we nice. first started, I paused because I felt like I still smelled gas because I had to go to the gas station get some gas and yada yada yada. But I'm gonna shred some leaves this weekend. I think. Yeah, I'm. Um, I I don't have. Well, I could get leaves, but I'm not going to get those. I'm gonna just get a bale of uh, straw. Mm-hmm and shred to put in once I clear out all those turnips and stuff. Because mm-hmm. I went through and... Um, is it my day for the recipe? No, it's mine. I'm, re- I'm okay. ready. Okay, so I um, I figured out my radish thing, mm-hmm. how to eat radishes now. Mm-hmm. So I went out and I planted maybe 100 more radishes. Just oh, wow. everywhere there's an empty space, uh-huh. I went and put the radish seed. Because I was like, hey, it's pretty good. I'll take it. You know what I mean? Quick you know, quick crop, turn around, whatever, whatever. So, um, You're terrible. There's no way now that I can give a recipe when you basically said you have something that led you to planting a hundred radishes. Right. Oh no. What led me to plant the hundred radishes is that it takes 21 days to get a radish. That's no, what led me. Really it wasn't that the, yeah. Okay. You're mm-hmm. right. You're right. Yeah, I have a whole these, video th- on my YouTube where I'm like, and it's supposed to come in 21 days. And someone in the comments, which people are mostly nice to me, at least in the comments. Yeah. And they're like, but really does it? And I'm like, the package says I'm still waiting on those radishes from two years ago. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing <laughs> is, you know, are they 21 days? No, they're mm-hmm. not 21 days, but they are faster than a lot of sure. other things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can get a fast turnaround. That's what led me to plan. The recipe wasn't like, oh, thank God I found you. You're just <laughs> the most delicious thing. It wasn't that at all. So, yeah, um, it was very simple. But anyways, so, you know, because that's been our whole thing is like, you know, my wife, we we're talking about, it. I was like, well, can you eat radishes like this? And she's like, yeah. She's like, I just, you know, how many different ways can you eat them in a salad? You know what I mean? They don't taste like anything. Mm-hmm. It's almost like your water chestnuts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you those know are one I mean? of my least favorite. Um, yeah. I was just like, doing what the math. Is it? I'm about 15 days into when I planted radishes. Um, and they like it cooler, right? And so they haven't even formed a root yet. They have basically not even gotten their true leaves. So in seven days, magic clearly is going to happen. I'm just well, saying. I... I'm going to say that the 21 days comes from mm-hmm. at least the time of sprouting on. I'll give them that. You know, I'll give every single one of these uh, packages that say, you know, blooms in 35 days. 35 days from the six weeks it takes for it to come up. Yes. I call maybe. such bullshit. It makes me so mad. Yeah. I have spinach that is about. 20, I don't even want to talk about fucking spinach. That's the worst one. 25 days old now, and they just are getting their true leaves. And this is like baby leaves in 35 days. I'm like one leaf on the plant. Sure. You know? yeah. yeah, it's a mark. I think it's a marketing thing. It has to be. And I mean, you know, I, I am sensitive to the fact that it's like, yes, it's you know, temperature driven, sunlight driven, mm-hmm, water mm-hmm. driven, nutrient driven, all that. Like, but I would like to know what are the standards in which they started it? You know what I mean? When they tested it and they were like, let's yeah. get the timing. Like, I mean, was it sitting in a vat of fertilizer mm, with eight yeah. hours of sun at oh. a 70 degree day? You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand how it works. So, yeah, I mean, I generally make the same assumption that we're talking about from the point of germination and true leaves to insert. 
yeah. if I'm direct sowing. And then it's generally the amount of time that, you know, you transplant that plant into the garden if you have something that's, you know, um, you've purchased or you're starting indoors. But anywho, I mean, the reason why it frustrates me so, though, is there's, especially with this first official spring garden, there's a lot of planning around timing for me. And yeah. I've also kind of let... I'm being kind to myself if that if that resonates like I am okay with this garden bed I had other plans for um, still producing food and me like changing gears um, a lot of what I was trying to plan for in the winter coming into the spring was trying to figure out timing for what I could start and be done and then still use that bed for a summer planting and I'm just it's not it's it's a head game for me, so I'm not gonna worry about it. I have five full beds that are essentially empty. That if I can't plant enough summer vegetables in those, then you know what the hell am I doing? So yeah, I you know I always say this thing if you're especially if you're starting out, but I don't take my spring garden all that serious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, okay, it's it's not gonna make it. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like I got better plans for it. There's bigger and better things coming. Yeah. You know, that's kind of how I look at the whole spring garden thing. And I feel like it's a healthy mindset for me to have Mm -hmm. because I know that like, Hey, this, you know, the turnips aren't growing. So whatever, I'll just put the tomatoes in and we'll be fine. Yeah. I'm taking my spring garden. Absolutely. Seriously. (laughs) But I know what you mean. It's kind of, it's a warm up of sorts, right? It is. It is. I mean, let's face it. You know, the big show is your tomatoes and your cucumbers and all that stuff. I mean, you know, like, how long have you been watching me post pictures of turnips? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, damn, has he got a damn turnip factory going on over there? You know? <laughs> so, um, no, I, and the reason why I do this is because it's a quick turnaround. Yeah. You know, well, you again. Know, I've had some trouble with those roots germinating. Like, I, I, I went back and, and re-sowed some things yesterday, and I'm torn for turnips in particular. We'll see how it goes, whether or not I'll eat the leaves, grow them for the leaves, or grow. I've planted them to grow them for the roots. You know, based on my spacing, mm-hmm. but you know, uh, so many of these vegetables, it's just a trial and error for me. I do have a small idea of kind of my approach for spring. Like that's the way I work. I'm not putting it in a notebook. I'm not even putting it in my phone. It's just a thought at this point. There's some vegetables that I believe will um, be a bigger bang for my time in the spring um so i think i'll be making some adjustments to what i'm actually planting out because for me what's happening right now my garden is looking a lot more like my summer garden like some of the things i'm growing you and i have talked about this a million times i grow collards throughout the summer so to have a whole bed basically dedicated to collards like i just got a real head start on my normal summer plantings collards really aren't summer veggies but you know this is where i'm at so i mean it's it's um i'd like to be at the point where i'm closer to harvesting vegetables and that's just not my story because shit we just got the week of our average last frost temperatures that dipped into the low 30s you know so it's temperamental when it comes to the weather yeah yeah it is and i mean can you believe that i just planted collards in my garden I literally just put some old, some seedlings I had out. I don't understand that. I just so I could get more seeds. Oh, okay. 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 Gotcha. Like I planted them just so they would bolt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like my full intention, I, I, I stuck them in a corner and I said, you know what? You're going to bolt, mm-hmm. sir. 
and uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's just take it easy. You know what I mean? Like, it's not the star of the show. Now, in the fall, I take my fall garden way more serious than my spring garden because at that point I'm ramped up. I'm ready to go. Mm -hmm. I see the end of the season coming and I get a little bit sad and I want to extend it. So, yeah, I don't know that I'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes when it comes to let's just skip over two seasons. It's a fall for me because end of summer and winter are so close together. It feels like for me. Yeah. Um, so, um, so yeah. All right. Let's, let's get to happier times. Tell me something that you are growing new that's planted in your garden. Do you want to know vegetable or flower? Both. Okay. Um, I'll start with flower. I'm just going to run down the list of everything new. No, that's not. That's it. A thing. <laughs> I can't. I, I don't know a thing yet in there. Okay. Um, I, let's just put it this way. I'm excited about a couple of the different perennials I put in. Mm-hmm. We'll have to revisit that when next month as things kind of progress sure. and start to bloom. Um, in my garden itself, I would have to say, honestly, right now, it's those, uh, those what did I say, Wanda peas? Mm-hmm. Wanda peas? Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, that's my new... Is it my new? I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's my new um, my new vegetable for spring. I mean, I have the subterranean termites. They have <laughs> basically killed off all of my cauliflower. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which, you know, yeah, but you know what? I'm not a big fan of cauliflower yeah, anyways. I, I only like it one way. Um, and then the other thing, too, is like my broccoli, it all bolted, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, which is no surprise there, but... So there's other things going, but as far as my spring garden goes, and I have like, I'm doing different varieties of other types of vegetables that I've grown this year, Mm -hmm. which as you know, and if you've been a long time listener of the show is a big deal for me because typically I just say, I like this, I grow this Mm -hmm. and I don't really venture out of that too much. And this year I'm kind of, you know, doing different things and, you know, part of that is, um, a big part of it is just so I can teach my son like, Hey, there's different, like this is a green bean, but it's a purple green bean with brown lines on it, but it still is the same vegetable that you eat. Mm -hmm. Like just because it looks different doesn't mean it is different. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's an important lesson for him to learn. So, um, and I'm referring to that green bean as the dragon tongue bush bean. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's what we're growing. Isn't that purple? Um, it's purple and it has like, it's like mottled brown mm-hmm. in it too, I think, tan, whatever. So um, it'll be interesting. And you know, when it cooks, it'll turn green. Yeah. Guarantee yeah. it. Mm-hmm. You know, but either way, I'm excited because uh, it's just something different to look at. You know? I mean, yeah, I had you, a yawn. Are we, we going to take a nap? Or are we going <laughs> to. I was about to take a nap. We're going to pause for the next break, which is going to be a nap. Man, look, it was tired. <laughs> it was a tiring weekend. Look, you try and keep up with. 10 7 year olds 6 year olds running around your house it's uh, exhausting yeah, yeah. Um, no what about you? you well I was just pausing to see like you know perhaps this needs to be a whole episode but um, I'm just going to say the one thing I'm just going to say one thing that I'm growing new because I'm growing a bunch of new things and that is corn I committed to it I started it pretty early right um, so we'll see but again I look at some of these things like it's just a seed Right. So um, I saw that and I was curious if it was for real or if you were just bullshitting. So who, when when do I just bullshit? When have you known me to just bullshit? 
Besides, you bullshit, bullshit me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the this is the thing. Everybody that listens to this show thinks that I'm bad, mm-hmm. but they don't know that behind the scenes you're just as bad, if not worse, than me. What, what did you call me yesterday? You're like, <laughs> what did you say? Like, do you know who this is? Like, yeah, dude, I know who this is. Like, what did, <laughs> what did I say, or what was my what was my tone? Where you're like, you're like, hello. You made it sound like you're like, I don't know who this is and I don't want to answer, but I did answer. You know, it's like the all the like salespeople uh, that call, you know, all the robo calls. Hello. Yeah. I like, um, damn. almost never I need answer, more excitement. Yeah. I almost never answer the phone. Um, like you weren't on speaker. Like 99% right. of the time we talk, we we're on speaker and I was outside. So I just had you on, you know, the regular phone. So I think that that played into it as well. But anyway, yeah. yeah, no, I'm not bullshitting. I'm planting sweet corn. I've planted it in um, a raised bed in between some rows of potatoes per the internet and some trusted sources. They get along okay. Um, I planted them, so to speak, in blocks. And I actually plan on planting some in containers because why the hell not? We'll see how they do. Yeah, I'm not, you know, my wife asked for corn and I just, I don't think I can oblige. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I got... I literally have days to figure it out, yeah. but yeah. you know, I just, I'm not, I'm not married to the idea of it because I can get an ear of corn for 10 cents. You yeah. know what I mean? That's like, I don't, I mean, I don't have, I don't, I, I just don't. Right. Like, and yeah. I don't necessarily believe in growing it. that corn is going to be so much better than whatever. I mean, there's some pretty crappy corn when you buy them in the store. So there is that. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm, I really enjoy corn. I know there's, you know, a lot. I know a lot of people try to cut it out of their diet. Um, I am intrigued by the fact of growing it. I mean, I have a whole list of things that I am just intrigued about and I'm growing it. Um, and other than the space, which is a commodity, there's not a lot of commitment, if you will, when it comes to, um, to growing this. It's like, I drop the seeds. We'll see if they germinate. If they don't, I'll drop some more in another couple of weeks when it warms up a bit. Um, and we'll see how it goes. I mean, the biggest pause I had with corn in particular was the idea of what's going to eat it in my garden. Right. And so I have some ideas around that, you know, it's only a matter of time before the squirrels climb up the stalks. Um, and then obviously it's recommended that you plant it in blocks. So there, it's not like I'm going to plant one, you know, stalk of corn. Right. So that yeah. again, it's, it's a space commitment, but I've actually gone pretty big in my backyard garden. Hashtag it when it comes to like kind of giving over the bed to things. Um, so. What are we supposed to hashtag there? Hashtag backyard. I've gardens. gone pretty big in the hashtag in the I've, hashtag. I've gone pretty big in the backyard garden. No, the hashtag is backyard garden. <laughs> uh, of course. <laughs> yeah, I um, you know, so I'm in the process of actually, I'm not in the process. I'm just being lazy about it. Creating a third wild garden. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a spot that we had cleared before, and um. I've, you know, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I can put something out there, make it a dry one, something that like, uh, I don't want to give too much away, but we were talking about it the other day. Um, you know, something that like, it doesn't get watered by me a lot. Mm-hmm. I want to see how stuff like that grows, if it's possible. You know, I'm not saying I won't water it, but I will not have a dedicated watering yeah. source there. It's not my plan, at least. What do you already have um, planted in the, the uh, other two wild 
things to garden. I have my onions and garlics in one bed, or in one bed I have onions, garlics, um, my butter king lettuce and tomato, different tomatoes, and then. In the other bed, I have all of my spring vegetables, which is time to switch. I need to actually, probably after this, go sow my um, okra Mm -hmm. and um, butternut squash and stuff like that. So, you know, things are either bolting here or they're ready to harvest. And like my cabbages, they're all just about to bolt. They're Mm -hmm. not going to, you know, which is just, it's one of those things here. It's like, it's really hard because we go from like really cold and then it just ramps up and gets yeah. warm super fast. Are those cabbages that you planted earlier this year or are they from last year? No, they're from, um, the one that I planted from last year is officially bolted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the ones that I planted this year, I have to go check them, but they weren't really forming a head yet. Yeah. So, um, you know, and I still have soil issues out in the, uh, wild garden too Mm -hmm. so that's something to keep in mind so um i have heavily um composted it and stuff like that put compost on it and i'll probably put another batch on there uh before or at the same time as i plant other things so yeah i am there's definitely something i consider when it comes to things that form a head right broccoli cauliflower um Cabbage seems to go a long way, but still, it's a lot of space. Like when I think about how much I can get from collards, which you guys know are my favorite, um, compared to what you know could be the same space that a broccoli you know plant takes, it really gives me pause. Again, I've I've given myself to the brassicas this year, right? Let's see if I can successfully grow them. Um, I've successfully grown cabbage, but never broccoli or cauliflower. Um, so. Let's see what happens. They may not return to my my garden. We'll see. Um, yeah, it's really kind of like for this space. How can I maximize it? And sometimes some of these plants just don't do that for me. No, they don't. And I mean, I think the only way for me to get some of those, I think that I could grow them all winter long if I had a big giant field. Mm, yeah, you know what? It just got sun constantly. The way that you pull that I that thought out of my head. So there is absolutely in my mind, like the six on one hand, I said, well, if I get one head of cabbage, that's kind of cool. But then I think about like when it's really worth its while, it's like I saw a row of cabbage, you know, a a row, not necessarily broccoli. I think I I literally in my head saw a row of cabbage. Um, And there are a couple of spaces that I could dedicate to that, but I'm not that crazy about cabbage. So there is that. Yeah. I mean, I like cabbage. You know, the thing I like about the cabbages and stuff is they last a long time once you harvest mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long shelf life. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. So you can harvest five, six, seven or eight of mm-hmm. them and then you can eat them, you know, once a week and you're fine, yeah. you know, and then it's done and you move on. You fart a lot and that's it, you know. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, it, it, it's for me, it's all about timing. Mm-hmm. Everything is about timing for us. So, um my timing is off on on these cool weather vegetables mm-hmm. and I think that I need to practice what I preach towards you and it's like <coughs> you need to sorry. damn you alright <laughs> sorry you say you're gonna practice what you preach oh, for, yeah like toward, buck okay, up uh-huh. and like don't be so scared to put stuff out when it's cool mm-hmm. you know when it's cold what we think is cold that plant might not think yeah. is cold yeah. you know what I mean so um, that's just kind of where I'm at with that. Do you feel like you started later waiting for it to not be so cool? 
I think that I probably cut, we'll see, and you have to think too, when you're talking about these cool weather vegetables, a week or two can mean the difference, mm-hmm. you know, when you're talking about the heat coming on, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we had one day that was in the upper 80s, so, you know, or we've had a couple days like that, so that, you know, you these plants can handle a little bit of that, but they can't handle constant, you know, always, and they're just going to get stressed and bolt. You know, I unknowingly then, that's a different experiment that I wasn't planning on doing. So I planted the first set of brassicas. Like, so think um, white cabbage, white cabbage on April the 2nd. And basically I planted the last set of cabbage, I think maybe around May 2nd or something. So a month apart, it'll be interesting to see if they're in different growing mediums but it'll be interesting to see if those plants make it that are planted closer to the closer to the end of may you yeah. know because they're going to be growing like you know i should be harvesting them around july or something i've grown cabbage again in the heat of summer but we'll see i mean i think things like broccoli that i've never grown before we'll see how that does and whether or not you know Maybe yeah. I did wait too late with my succession planning attempts. But anywho. Well, I mean, I designed, you know, my, the layout of my bed to where, you know, in the wild garden, like if things go in later, it's not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. You know, like the first row or two of it's going to be all uh, uh, bush beans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, whatever. You just plant those and they grow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not a big, huge deal. So just kind of working through that, trying to, you know trying to get a handle of it but you know this year in the fall what i'm going to do is i'm going to set up a shade cloth over the wild garden okay and that's going to be my dedicated winter growing space i thought the wild gardens had a bit more shade than your your main gardens so that's what i thought too and then in the winter time what i notice is it gets sun all day mm. oh, and interesting. Then oh and I all removed, the leaves have died back too yeah all the leaves have I'm sorry, died is, back is and, that were the leaves or the leafs? Which one? All the leaves. Okay. All the leafies. Uh-huh. All the leafies grew, died <laughs> off. And um, we had a tree next to it that had a bunch of vines in it, and we cleared it out this winter. Well, that totally changed things, too. Mm-hmm. So um, now that those leafies are gone, and um, it reminds me of saying toofs, my toofs. <laughs> um, I knew a guy that used to say that. Mm. But, um, you know, now that those are gone, things have changed a little bit. So we're, I'm, I'm keeping it. I mean, I can't judge it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard to say, but it does get morning to mid afternoon sun where the other garden doesn't even really get sun until about 11 o'clock. Oh, uh-huh. So it gets dappled sun. Well, here we Makes are. Makes sense. Yeah, I'm tracking with you. The more I feel you like ex- we went all up over the place today yeah i do too but it's all good man the more you explore right the more you explore right the more you're picking up um you know every year we're changing the timing some of the vegetables the places we have this thing at work where we're if we're launching something a project or something we try to minimize the number of things that we're changing at once because if something goes to shit you want to be able to track back it could be a or b versus a through z you know so I'm a little bit more liberal when it comes to my garden, though. Just change all of that shit and see what happens. You know what you need to be liberal with? Oh, what's that? That banging recipe of the day. Let's do it. Since you're listening to this, then something tells me you like to cook. Hey, y'all. Miss Gardner and I have been busy whipping up some food in the backyard kitchen. Check us out as we grow some of our ingredients. But most importantly, we just try to get the recipe right. Available now on YouTube at Backyard Gardens. 
Remember, if you grow it, we will cook it or can it. Okie dokie. <laughs> Did someone need to tap me on my shoulder? All right, so we're going to make this quick because I am hungry, but that's kind of the norm. We're doing uh, Swiss chard and eggs because. For real? For real. Yes, yeah, do it. Yeah. I want to hear it. Yeah. All right, so um, Swiss chard, any kind of Swiss chard, rainbow, um, rainbow or rainbow. My favorite is the giant forward hook but either way you're gonna get like um i don't know 10 or 12 leaves you can go more if you want and this could really work for some other greens but we're gonna focus on swiss chard uh take a bunch of swiss chard clean it of course cut the rib out of it um but don't throw it away you can cut that up pretty fine right into uh, diced if you will and you can actually incorporate that into the recipe so i'm gonna start with uh, onions and the ribs of the chard. Uh, I'm going to slice my onions versus dice it. That's just my preference kind of at the end of this, how I want the food to look and, you know, um, be presented. So I'm going to slice the onions like a medium onion is fine. Um, this is probably going to make two servings, maybe three, depending on how much you're eating. This could totally be your whole breakfast though. Keep that in mind. Um, so I'm going to dice up the, uh, ribs of the chart. I'm going to slice my onions. I'm going to add a little bit of oil to a nonstick pan. I'm going to first load in the, um, ribs of the chart to get that a little bit soft and then a couple of minutes later I'm going to add in my onions once both of those have like gotten to the point where they're a soft in consistency while you're doing you know watching that you could basically be cutting up the chart into ribbons um, you could rough cut it too whatever it's all good it's basically going to saute down add the cut up chart leaves to your pan uh, this is where you're going to start to incorporate some of your um, seasonings yeah your traditional salt to taste i'm going to do something a little bit spicy here like a red pepper flakes would be good um if I didn't say it already which i know i didn't this is a great time for some garlic whether it's garlic powder boo or actually fresh garlic, right? So you can chop up your fresh garlic, two or three cloves or more if you're being low that in. Um, so I'm doing salt, pepper, maybe some onion powder, you know, some um, rush pepper, rush pepper, red pep, crushed peppers, uh, just to have a little bit of spice into it. Uh, once everything gets incorporated and it's kind of soft, this is when I'm going to crack a couple of eggs and I'm not going to scramble them, you know, cause that's the way you can eat this meal. I'm actually going to kind of separate my leaves, <laughs> my chart leaves and, you know, versus leaves. And I'm going to break open two or three or four, however many people you're feeding eggs and just basically plop them into the pot and let them cook like that. Um, so this is the timing, two, three, four, five minutes, depending on how done you want your eggs. Um, and once they've cooked to your liking, scoop it up, put it in a plate. I'm going to have some bread with mine. So some type of not even fancy bread, just some toast some butter. And I'm going to enjoy Fancy bread. <laughs> there are a bunch of fancy. I mean, you could actually put this on to a piece of bread to make it a sandwich too. Um. Well, that sounds like a solid recipe, mm -hmm. first of all. So, And I don't think it's breakfast food. 
Uh, well, yeah, yeah, it could be lunch. It could be. I'm having it for dinner, dinner tonight. Okay, there I've it decided is. that's my dinner for tonight. Thank you, Batavia. You're welcome. So now, when David gets home, he's like, "What's for dinner? What's for dinner?" I can tell him. <laughs> you can thank Miss Batavia, and then then Miss... he begins to question whether or not he loves me as much as he pretends to. Yeah, Miss Batavia <laughs> gave us this, so we'll see. Yeah, and anytime we get eggs, because my chickens just finally started laying eggs. Oh, good, good, good. Yep. Hey, my chicken that got all mauled is doing better. Oh, yeah. Bounced back? Yeah, the one that the raccoon shoot on its head. Uh, it's bounced back. It's out with the others. And then last night, another one dropped dead. Oh, good night. <laughs> yeah. It was egg bound. It was egg bound. What so does that mean? It had an egg in it that couldn't come out. Oh, my goodness. See, I just, I can't, I can't. I don't, I don't think yeah, I have the heart for it. I've never you had know, pets that one, or anything growing up, though. That didn't bother me as much as the one that got chewed up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's just like traumatic. Yeah. So. Yeah. But that's part of it. So, anyways, I think that's a solid recipe, and I'm going to use it. All right. Let me know how you enjoy it, and let me know what tweaks you make to it. I probably won't make any tweaks. Mm. It sounded about perfect. I think you'll add the garlic in probably when you're adding the onions and, you know, probably earlier yeah. on. Yeah. I might use five cloves of garlic. <laughs> but that's how I am. I don't like vampires. You know what would be really good? Like roasting some garlic and just adding it to the dish. Meaning like, you know, it, you've put some in aluminum foil and roasted it in the oven, right? Yeah. Of course I have. <laughs> I use that instead of butter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, you know, that, you know, use that and spread that on. Mm -hmm. If that's a dinner meal, that would be like what would separate it from dinner. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Good point. Yep. I have a recipe that I call dinner eggs. Yeah. So. Oh, man. Gotta hear it. (laughs) Gotta hear it. I gotta think of when is a good time of year to give it Mm -hmm. because it's, um, it doesn't really involve any vegetables. You know what I mean? Well, we want it. So you figure it out. All right. We'll figure it out. So look, it was disjointed today. What can I say? <laughs> what can I say? We're we were still excited. getting our garden update groove back. No, it's just it's the time of year where there's just like fifty million things going on yeah. at once. Yeah, you know, I was literally out in the garden yesterday thinking I can't wait until it slows down just a little bit. Uh, you know what I mean? I feel like it's working me. I so. feel like I have another month of this. Yeah, like uh, yeah, I'm coming to like I put in my last round or not my last round, but I put in a round of um, perennials and stuff that I picked up, mm-hmm. and it's coming to an end. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, yep, my my time where everything will be productive and be able to grow well is coming to an end. Mm-hmm. This is it, you know. So it made me a little little comfy. Yeah, well, good for you. But yeah, all right, everybody, we love you. Thank you for entering the contest. We're going to be announcing another one at some point soon. We just have to figure out what it is, mm-hmm. you know, because we don't have everything planned out. No, I mean, where is that and, hat that uh, you pull uh, the idea out of? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And in the meantime, check us out on our social medias, uh, YouTube, Backyard Gardens, Backyard Kitchens Out. Hey, hey. Allah, have a good week and go plant. See ya. Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you want to see what we're up to or just stay up to date on all the announcements regarding the show or anything gardening, then you can follow us on Instagram at Backyard Gardens TV. We love seeing what you guys are doing. So use hashtag BYG podcast in your post and we'll be sharing your gardens with the Backyard Gardens community. And check us out on YouTube at Backyard Gardens where we will post this show, all of our other shows, clips, and then also some gardening tips and just gardening entertainment. 
and you can see us at our website at backyardgardenstv.com. But that's it for today's show. So help us as we learn to grow and grow for change. And until next time, we'll catch you guys later. We'll call this one a wrap. Now you know why people feel like celebrating at harvest time. All over the world, people have feasting and good times when the crops have been gathered in.